This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, The Devil's Carnival. The movie was too short for a tagline. No crying wolf or shark or Sasquatch, you prick. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris, and I'm Troy. And we, uh, and if you could, yeah, if you couldn't tell, Brett's not here again because otherwise he would have said something instead. It's true. That's usually a good uh, indicator. Yeah, he's busy working, making money, stuff like that. Yeah, he's all like, "Oh, I need to support my family." Uh. <laughs> I'm all adult and stuff. What an asshole. <laughs> he just thinks he's better than us, that's all. Yeah. Thinking he's so fancy with his flip phone and shit. <laughs> no, it's not even a flip phone. It's a, it's a sidekick, right? So it yeah. slides out. <laughs> it's a slide phone. Uh, take that, you fucker. His phone literally swipes right. <laughs> a whole fucking thing. <laughs> And then he texts you on his little keyboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but enough about Brett and technology. Let's talk about the movie, Chris. The Devil's Carnival. Well, it's a movie in the loosest sense of the word. Yeah, brought to us by the team that brought us Repo, the genetic opera. Mm-hmm. Which I really enjoyed. I found it to be okay. Worth a watch. Yes. This movie is only 55 minutes long. Yes. And? <laughs> and there's some singing. <laughs> but let's let's start with the beginning. <laughs> A good place to start as always. Yeah, we generally start there because we, we experience time in a linear fashion. Yep. We could start in media res, but that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> no. It'd make less sense than usual, at least. <laughs> so uh, we start off with, um, what's his head? Paul Servino. Yes. Listening to himself sing, I think. I'm not 100% sure on that. I believe so. And I think he's supposed to be God. He is. He's painting little, like, cupid dolls and keeps fucking up and throwing them into the broken bin. Which is uh, some sort of visual metaphor for something. Humanity, I guess. Although there were like, there, I'm pretty sure there was one doll that was hanging from the ceiling that might have had a little tiny dick on it. I wasn't sure. It was kind of, there's some shadow. It might have been a shadow of a dick or a shadow in the shape of a dick. Ah, I'm classic, not sure. Classic dick shadow. <laughs> Time modern film yeah. technique. That, that's that Richard Gere movie, right? Dick shadow? Yeah. That's the one where he puts the gerbil in his butt, right? <laughs> or am I thinking of a different one? Nah, that's all the movies from the 90s. <laughs> So, on the internet. Uh, he um he he throws the doll in the thing, which takes us to Earth, I guess. Yeah. And we meet up with Guy who's trying to off himself in a bathroom. Well, he he's trying to shave and fails miserably. Yeah, he's really bad at it. 
Yeah, he ends up shaving his wrists with his straight razor. That one spot on his wrist, though, hairless. Yep. And bloodless after all the blood runs out. And then we meet up oh. with, um, I don't know, girl one. Step up two. Step, with step up two. <laughs> the, the streets. Yep. The steets. The steets. As, my, as I uh, autocorrected. <laughs> I don't know why my phone autocorrected steets instead of streets. You know, steets. I use that word all the time. Way more than the word streets. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, but yes, uh, actually, yeah, my phone for some reason to totally tangent because this movie was so great. We should just keep talking about it. Uh, <laughs> my phone for some reason always autocorrects four to fur, like as in a fir tree. Like, F-O-R always ends up F-I-R. I'm like, really? How many people are writing about fir trees on their phones at any given point? Oh, sorry. I was writing about fir trees on my phone. I didn't catch that part. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So she is obsessed with shiny objects. Yeah, she's like a raccoon. <laughs> or a crow or a raven. Yeah. And then there's a girl three whose main character trait is being in a car, getting yelled at. Yep, locking herself in the car and rolling up the windows so the dude in her life cannot do whatever he wants to do to her. And they, uh, they cut around back and forth to all these people as their, I don't know, circumstances become more dire. Yeah, uh, yeah, one, so yeah, um, Liam Neeson, uh, slits his wrists and gets pulled back into the shower curtain by something. Uh, step up to like gets the police show up and have surrounded whatever trailer she is in trying to steal stuff from and gets pulled back into the darkness by who ends up being what? What is she? The living doll? Is that what she ends up being? That's what she's credited as. I I yeah. was simply referring to most of them as slutty clown, but <laughs> yeah, there was that one girl who uh, had the girls rather hoisted up. It was like a Renaissance fair going on in the, in her uh, bustier. Uh, but uh, and then there was and then random girl in car just froze to death. Is that what happened to her? It, there was frost on oh, the yeah. car, I assume. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't know why. That doesn't make any kind of sense, but whatever. Yeah. And then we end up at the titular Devil's Carnival. Which, uh, spoilers. Or as I like to call it, Cirque du So Lame. Yeah. It, it's supposed to be hell, and hell looks super fucking lame. <laughs> I expected more out of hell, to be honest. Yeah. And there is a magician who wants to perform, but is not allowed to, who is played by Bill Mosley of The Devil's Rejects fame. And that made me very sad. <laughs> yeah, Chris had a sad after I told him that. I did have a sad. I could have lived <laughs> the rest of my life not knowing that was Bill Mosley, and I'd have been a happier man for it. Yeah, I was like, he's really familiar. Let me look him up on IMDb. Oh, it's Bill Mosley. Hey, Chris, that was Bill Mosley. Oh, why'd you have to tell me that? <laughs> yeah, it was the strongest emotional reaction this movie elicited in me. Yeah. 
And there's a sh- little person. That's and their word, Troy. You can't a bunch say that. Of, huh? That's their word. You can't say that. Okay. Little or person? Which one is their word? I'm confused. It's hyphenated. <laughs> okay. Most people don't know that. <laughs> yeah, because they only ever say it. They never write it. Yeah. It's one of the rules. You can never write that. Yeah, it's like Fight Club. There's rules about it. <laughs> but, uh, and there's some slutty clowns, uh, one of which is named Wick, apparently, who is played by Alexa Vega, who was the uh, the female lead in Repo, the genetic opera. She was Anthony Stewart Head's daughter in the in the movie. And and if you could send Chris a lighter, that would be great because apparently this is out. This. Don't worry about it. <laughs> some butane, okay, dear listeners, please send some butane to Chris's house. I mean, you know this is Pref- real time, right? This is not going to help. <laughs> gonna uh, be- I don't. I, I don't understand how time works, Chris. We've already established that. Uh, yeah, Zach had a movie where we're going to talk about everything besides <laughs> this movie. Uh, so yeah, and they sing a song, and the song is bad. Not because okay, the <laughs> song isn't bad. The singing is bad. Yeah, yeah, the song's probably okay if it was handled by some people who were terrible at singing. <laughs> And, um, uh, oh, and then so eventually, two of the three people who got dragged into Devil's Carnival Hell end up at a ticket booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Liam Neeson and Step Up Two. Oh, and the reason he's Liam Neeson is because he's looking for his son, who it's implied that his son has died. Yes. And so he is, but he's still, his son has been taken, so he is trying to find his son. Yeah, if I, I wish I would have committed that uh, quote to memory that he says on the phone, but I didn't, because I have better things to do. Like, not that. <laughs> Wait, when was he on a phone? I don't even remember that. <laughs> what, in Taken? Oh, in Taken, oh yeah. He's a particular set of skills. Yeah, yeah. No, not this movie. Yeah. I'm going to do anything I can and not talk about this movie. <laughs> okay, I was like, I don't remember there being any phones in this movie. <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, they visit oh, a ticket booth so we can have a song about rules. About the, the 666 rules. Yep, as sung by the guy who can't sing at all. As sung by Monotone Man. <laughs> I wouldn't even call it singing. I would more call it talking. Was well, almost chanting. It's like if Kesha was a baritone. I assume he brushed his teeth with a bottle of Jack. <laughs> I, I believe he vomits rainbows and glitter. Gross. Yeah, I guess I think that's pretty much what. Kesha vomits in her move in her videos. And as they're talking to Mr. Uh, What's-His-Head. Monotone Man. Terrible, terrible song. Number three, she's uh, busy busting out guys with plastic hair from cages. 
By handing them knives. Yeah, because they're apparently you can just pick a padlock with a knife. Yeah, totally. That's how padlocks and knives work. Yeah, Jude Law that is that character, by the way. Because actually, he he really reminds you of Jude Law's character from AI, whose name I can't remember. So that's we'll fine. call him Jude Law. You could call him anything, and nobody would remember because nobody remembers the movie AI. Oh, come on. You don't remember the Blue Fairy? I remember Aliens, and I was like, fuck this movie. <laughs> fuck it in the ass. But anyway, so... Yeah, I think that's like on RedTube or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's the real version that they were going to make. That, uh... Oh, what's his yeah, name? What, Stanley Kubrick yeah. wanted to make that version, but... Yeah, Wood Rocket produced that one, right? It's like AI XXX. Mm hmm. It's hyphenated so they can get around copyright infringement. <laughs> A lot of good hyphen jokes this week. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. And Chris is pop Chris is popping all the hyphens. Uh, yuck. <laughs> and hopefully we've put an end to that now. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> anyway, this movie. Focus it, it has moving images. So, um... Oh, a plastic-haired dude's really good at throwing knives, apparently. Yeah, because he killed a cardboard rabbit. And then a cardboard frog. And uh, number three's like, swoon. Yeah. Because chicks dig a guy who can throw switchblades, I guess. I don't... Yep. And then we cut to the devil reading Aesop's fables. Yep, that's important. Yes. Because, because we, all these stories are from Aesop's fables. Yeah, this and is actually the, a weird anthology movie, turns out. Yeah. And uh, so the first little anthology story is about the dog and its bone. Dog in its bone. I don't think that's or dog in its reflection. Right, right. That's the one. Yes. And the movie wants to make sure you're aware of it, even though Troy doesn't remember, because it tells you (laughs) it no less than three fucking times in the span of fifteen minutes. Yeah, the first time is when the devil reads the story to Liam Neeson's son. Mm Mm-hmm. And then then we have. Step up two is looking for this diamond that is somewhere in the carnival. And she has a map to it. Only the map is no good. So she throws it on the ground because it's not her father. It's not her dad. It's a cell phone. Yeah. So she threw it on the ground. What do you think? She's stupid. (laughs) She's not part of your system. Uh, That's a much better song than any (laughs) song in this movie. It really is. (laughs) Happy birthday to the ground. <laughs> and so she gets uh, in trouble because one of the 666 rules of the Devil's Carnival is you do not litter. And so they threaten her with lashes. And so she runs away and finds a coin toss for this giant diamond. But if she. And then there's a song where this snake dude turns into her, 
and sings to her about how if she if she makes the a coin toss into the cracked open egg the gold coins came from you she can get the big diamond but if she doesn't then uh, she has to pay the price and literally that song made as much sense as that recitation yeah it was a whole bunch of words that were said in sequence over top of music i'll give it that and and like the 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 pitch went up and down a little bit Mm -hmm. there were fluctuations Yeah. yeah and apparently anytime she misses a coin it means that shadow people come out and steal her jewelry or clothing yes it's like strip coin toss yeah, and she fails, and so they tie her wrists to like a podium or kind of thing. Some, some sort of pommel horse. I don't know what the hell it was. Yeah, it's not a pommel horse, and so she's in panties, and I don't know if they're moist or not, but she's in Ugh. panties. Gross. Just I'll just use all the trigger words. <laughs> Uh. And uh, and that's it. And she's tied to the pommel horse. And they start whipping her while they sing a song about the dog and its reflection, and about how it it wasn't happy with what it had. It always wanted it wanted what the other dog had, which ooh is a metaphor for the story we just watched. And they whip her while she's mostly naked. Yeah, except for with- the the things covering her nipples. Well, she's she's modestly naked. Modest nudity. Yep. <laughs> and to the movie's credit, this song isn't god awful. No, but the person singing it wasn't the best. Oh no, no, this dude was actually this was a hobo clown guy, right? Which he's credited as hobo clown. I'm not like that's just what he's credited as. He was actually pretty good. I liked his. I liked him singing. And uh. Yep, that's it. That's it for step up to the steets. She's out. <laughs> yep, she is done. And then we get to hear Lucifer, who is played by the dude who played the grave robber in uh, Repo the Genetic Opera, who had you know, the awesome song Zydrate Anatomy. Um, and he reads the story. Well, actually, no, he doesn't read the story. He just tells you the moral of the story of the scorpion and the frog. Yeah, scorpions will sting you. There you go. Because that's their nature. That's what they do. But, but this leads to uh, number three, walking around with old plastic hair. And he's all like, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Do you trust me? Here's a plastic ring. Do you trust it's me? Like, it's like 50 shades of plastic hair. Mm-hmm. Except yep. probably better than any of those movies. Uh, yes. It was better than the first one. I watched that with my wife and my mother-in-law. Well, that's a, that's a hell of a sentence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that was after we watched Magic Mike, so... <laughs> that is a hell of a follow-up sentence. <laughs> yep. So, that's what I Troy w- does when he's not on the podcast. He watches erotically themed movies <laughs> with his wife and mother-in-law. That's spectacular. <laughs> That's more exciting than this movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and more terrifying. <laughs> eh, it's fine. 
So, uh, number three gets uh, tricked into some sort of knife-throwing event. Yeah, instead of a threesome, she ends up on one of those, like, wheels, those spinny wheel things they put the uh, the beautiful ladies on for the knife-throwing tricks. But they couldn't afford to spin it. Nope. They couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't CGI that, so they just strapped her to it and threw knives at it. Yep, and then... The first couple are okay, but the last one stabs her in a non-lethal area and kills her instantly. Well, it was vaguely near the heart. It was heart adjacent, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. The shock wave from the knife strike ruptured her heart and killed her. (laughs) Yeah, he threw it real hard like. Well, hey, if if you had plastic hair, you'd throw stuff hard too. Because your arms be very strong for having to style that plastic hair. You know how hard it's to get a brush through that? I can imagine. Incredibly difficult. you got to get it real hot. <laughs> so um, this, of course, leads to a musical number about scorpions and frogs where they say the word prick no less than 263 times. <laughs> right, because the scorpion's prick, it's prick, the prick of the scorpion's prick, the prick. It pricks you with its poison prick. I prick. It's prick. There's just a lot of prick in this prick song. Prick. Prick. Uh, <laughs> it's, also like, prick. it's like Kevin Nealon did the subliminal prick song. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the moral of the story. Prick. Well, we already know because they told us 10 minutes ago. Prick. And also prick. Yeah. <laughs> so now that that uh-huh. terrible song's over. We uh, we meet up with old uh, Liam, and he uh, yes. apparently cut in line, I guess, or something. But it's okay. So why even bring it up? I don't know. I don't. I don't either. And, and uh, then the devil sings a song while he mouths the words to it as he thrashes his way through. The Devil's Doom oh, Funhouse. A hallway? Yeah, a hallway? Yeah, it's full of balloons and mirrors and swings. And bathrooms. Yep. And then he remembers how he, you know, killed himself, I guess, which transports him to the Devil's Shack. Yes, because that's where the Devil lives in hell, is a shack. Yeah, I why, guess. Why serve in heaven when you can live in a shack in hell? <laughs> That's what the tattoo on my lower thigh says. <laughs> Chris fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put that on the goddamn list. <laughs> so now the, uh, the devil and Liam Neeson are face to face and he's all like, uh, hey, you're in hell. And he's like, uh-oh. And he's like, yep on account of reasons he's like but my son died and it made me sad but now I won't be sad anymore and the devil's like cool you can go to heaven cause that's how the bible went I think and then some for some reason that pisses off Paul Servino well yeah cause inexplicably a human being crawls out of the bucket full of toys I don't understand how that worked but well, <clears throat> cause he was broken yeah, like and he came out of album. it. I guess I don't know. So, um, that makes the devil sing a song, which is the best song in the whole thing. 
Yeah, it, it's actually a pretty good song, and mostly because th- that dude can actually sing. It uh, turns out that him sending him to heaven gave the devil the opportunity to wage war directly against God. Yes. Which requires a remodel of the carnival. Yes, because that's how you attract the people. Was that the lyric? I forget what the lyric was exactly. That's how you bring the people in? I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah. And then the carnival people are super happy, and the movie is over. And then there's a song over the credits with some random chick who I have no idea who it is. That was the girl who was number three. Oh, that was Frog Girl. Right. But for some reason, she's singing a song which is either about not wanting to be asleep or being sodomized on a boat. I'm not 100% sure. I mean, like, why... Can can it just be both? I suppose it could be both. Basically, if she sleeps, she drowns. So they tie her to a bed, but she'll mop a floor. Okay. That sounds incoherent, but those were the lyrics. I didn't make it up. <laughs> I think mopping the floor is like a euphemism for like pulling a train or something. You know, I was starting to think during the Prick song that maybe Prick was a euphemism for um, Prick. No. No. Uh, that's not how euphemisms work. That's like that's Brett level thinking there, Chris. Well, he's not here, so I'm just trying to <laughs> fill his big dumb shoes. Yep. And they did um the one fun thing in the credits that they did do was scroll across some of the rules from the uh, the 666 rules. And one of them was no crying wolf or shark or sasquatch. Yeah. No service, no self-service, no bottle service. Was that one of them, too? That was the only one that I remember. Uh, okay. It's not <laughs> the good. only one I saw was the no crying wolf one. <laughs> it's not a good rule, but it was in it. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, who really wants bottle service at a carnival? I bet it would be really expensive and probably full of seltzer water or were those snakes that come out of the peanut cans or some shit. Maybe. Or maybe you just get, like, sexy clowns. Well, there were an abundance of sexy clowns. Well, I don't know about sexy clowns. Slutty clowns, Slutty yes. Slutty clowns. <laughs> so, Chris, what did you think about the movie? I think calling this a movie is generous at best. It was 50 fucking five minutes long. It had no real narrative structure. It was full of songs that weren't particularly good. And, uh, nah, skip it. You don't really... Unless you were super into Repo and want to see the other stuff that the team did, I'd say you don't really need this in your life. You could find something better to do for 55 minutes. And if you can't, look harder. You you probably could. I'm sure a drawer needs organized or something. <laughs> it's It's not scary... It's interesting aesthetically. I'll give it that much. Like the set design and some of the makeup and stuff was cool. But yeah, just watch Repo if you're going to watch something in this vein. What do you think, Mr. Troy? Well, I actually... I'm not saying I'm a super fan of Repo the Genetic Opera, but I really enjoy it. So I was really looking forward to this. And I was rather disappointed. One... 
the this the music okay the singing was not good through most of the songs uh i could see how some of the songs could be good but i a lot of it a lot of problems i had was some of the songs were very discordant which i guess can make sense in hell like narratively but they're not fun to listen to yeah so you know like Hey, you're making a movie. I'd like to watch it. You're making a musical. I'd like to listen to it. Just a thought. And uh, what else? Um, it was way too short. I mean, I, please don't give me a three-hour version of this. Don't give me a two-and-a-half-hour version of this. It would still be better than Dick Shark. But um, there just needed to be more. There were some bones there that I would interested in but there was almost no meat on them um some of the some of the scenes were just way too way too short and stylized and i kind of wish they would have been a little bit more fleshed out uh it's kind of like in ticked off trains with knives when they just say oh we we are missing the rest of this reel so let's just go on to the next reel it's like well but there might have been something good there i wish you would have executed and it's only 55 minutes long, so it's not like you had to cut it for time. Um, so I'm, I actually wouldn't mind watching the next one in the series called Alleluia, the Devil's Carnival. Um, it's it's a full length movie, and apparently it's David Hasselhoff in it. So, uh, yeah, hey listeners, somebody recommend that movie to us so I can put it on the list. Thanks, You're- but. Your fake whispering oh. was louder than your normal speech. <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. Well, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I wasn't. I was not really a big fan of this movie, but I could see how it could have been a good movie. So I'm given enough time and money. So I'm hoping that Alleluia, The Devil's Carnival, being a longer movie, also had the money behind it as well and was a better movie than this was. But I would just skip this movie and watch, and maybe watch the next one, or rewatch Repo the Jack Opera because that movie is fun. Yeah. I think I have rambled on for enough ten minutes of this podcast about that. Fair enough. What do you think, Brett? Oh, I didn't watch the movie because I'm too busy being a responsible adult. Fair point. <laughs> So, I already forgot what we're doing next time. Uh, we are doing... Oh, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It which, involves which a horror. And it was sent to us by RCB. And it is called Witch Trap. Witch that is Trap. what it is. Yep, by newfound fan of the podcast, RCB. Yep. I wanted to check that out. It sounds like it's going to be bad, but in a good way. Yeah, instead of bad in a bad way, like some of the other movies we've watched recently. Ah, whatever movie could you be discussing? <coughs> Dick Shark! That was Sorry. a cinematic tour de force. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, wait, that was garbage. You're right. I'm sorry. I got <laughs> I got that mixed up. Yes. It was pretty bad. Um, so say, Troy, what if people want to uh, follow your subtle... Uh, subliminal message and send us a recommendation (laughs) well you can do that a number of ways the first one being through facebook 
because we are Slaughterhouse Princess on Facebook. Uh, that's probably the best way to get a hold of us other than our Discord server, which I have linked to on Facebook in the past. We probably should link it again because I haven't linked it in a while. I believe uh, it's linked from SlaughterhousePrincess.com now. Wait, wait, wait. We're, we have a website? Yeah, SlaughterhousePrincess.com. Unless I forgot to pay for it, which is possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no. But yes, yeah, so we are on the, the interwebs at slaughterhouseprincess.com. We have a Twitter, which we do almost nothing with, which is Slaughterhouse Prince, which is princess with no vowels in it, with a slaughter. I'm sorry, slaughter prince. So slaughter, spelled correctly, princess, spread, spelled without any vowels, because Chris didn't understand how Twitter worked when he made that Twitter account. Still uh, We are... We are uh, Slaughterhouse Prince or SHP Podcast at gmail.com. Is that right? Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast. Oh, yeah, again, because Chris can't yep. do anything simply when he sets things up. Nope. Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. I wanted to make uh, we, a blog. Yes, we have a subreddit, which is SHP Podcast. Uh, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, uh, any other podcast aggregators you can get at your hands on you can probably find us oddly enough we're on the podbean one which is where we host our podcast um any other am i missing any of the uh the things with which people can communicate with us that seems seems like all the the ones i remember yeah i almost brett that one though i just have trouble remembering names this time <laughs> it's all good at least you didn't yell for no reason about it <laughs> or say twat at any point. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> next week we're going to do the movie I forgot the name of again already. Witch Trap! Witch Trap. Which I think is available on YouTube in its entirety, so that's always a good sign. Hey, Beastmasters on YouTube in its entirety. That is a quality film. It's, it's awesome. So come back for that. Because that's what we're going to do. Yep, watch Witch Trap or Witch Trap. Either one. Oh, we forgot to thank Mr. Green for recommending it to us. So, hey, thank you, Mr. Green.